Hello, Believers. This is Dr. Shantae, and welcome to another episode of Believing Bigger Podcast, the podcast that equips God chasers and difference makers with the tools, the confidence, and most importantly, the faith to believe bigger. And so we are getting into the home stretch. We have one more episode left after this one before we close out the season. And then I will be on hiatus as I usually am for three months. So I'll probably be checking back in with the seventh and final season of Believe in Bigger podcast in late September. Man, I'm so thankful to be able to have a podcast that goes this long that people are actually still listening to. <laughs> Because I know, you know, I know podcasts that, you know, have lasted a season or two or, you know, people just kind of get tired of it. You know, consistent content creation, it is a grind. I'm not even going to lie to you. It is a lot of work, but all good things must come to an end. And I'm very proud of this show and very proud of the content. And I'm blessed always by the people that it has helped and blessed. And so Yes, at the end of uh, season seven, we are going to be bringing this ship to port. And I just want to thank you all in advance for just continuing with me until the end. But we are not there yet. And so today's episode is episode 19 of this season. And it is called Be Still. And it is actually focused on one of my very favorite scriptures in the Bible. This is actually like my top three scriptures in the Bible which is Psalms 4610. And it says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And so today we are going to be talking about doing too much. Mother, may I and know that you know. So let's start with doing too much. So I, when I can afford it, take yoga. I love yoga, especially hot yoga, but yoga can be pricey. Yoga can definitely be expensive. And so I've had those months where I've had to go without getting my nails done and things like that, just so that I could take yoga because the mental benefits of mindfulness and meditation are so powerful. And so in yoga, after we've gone through about an hour of poses, the very last pose is always Shavasana. And Shavasana is the corpse pose where basically you just lay there like a corpse. After you've done all that work, you just kind of lay there and you are supposed to clear your mind and you're just supposed to relax and you're just supposed to be still. And it is actually one of the hardest poses to do in yoga because even though your body isn't doing anything, more times than not, your mind is racing a million miles a minute. And so it's like, what do I have to do after this? Or I wonder who called me while my phone was in the locker? Or do I have to do this? And do I have to do that? Do I have to go there? And this is what happened at work today. And so being able to like literally clear your mind is very difficult for a lot of people. And it's hard for us to just be. It's hard for us to just get somewhere. And as the old folks say, and just sit down, you know, it's hard for our minds not to be racing a million miles a second. It's hard for us to wait on God because we want what we want when we want it. And Psalms 27 says, 27, 14 actually says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. So, you know, the English professor that I am, anytime I see something that's repeated in a single verse, that means that it is a strong emphasis. He says, wait on the Lord and be of good courage. In other words, wait on the Lord 
and don't stress about it. Wait on the Lord and don't have a funky attitude. Wait on the Lord and don't be a nervous Nelly. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage. He will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And it's hard for us to wait because we live in a culture that glorifies action. We live in a culture that valorizes the hustle and the grind. And it's also hard for us to wait because if we're being honest, we often get triggered by the actions of other people. We are social creatures. And when we see people running, we want to run too. I think uh, Cedric the Entertainer had a joke about that, that if you see like a pack of people running, black people in particular, you know, we're not going to stop and ask no questions. We like, okay, well, if you run it, I'm going to run too. And, and when we get to a place of safety, then we can say, okay, what, what, what was we running from? What, what was, what's going on? You know, we're social creatures. When we see the pack moving, you know, we want to move with the pack. When we see people going to certain events, we want to go to those events too. When we see people reaching certain milestones of, of marriage and, and children and, and home purchases and things like that, we want to reach those milestones too. And so it is human nature that more times than not, we go about trying to make it happen. We want a relationship. And so you start sliding up in the DMs or you want to work with a certain brand or a certain influencer. So you start sliding up in the DMs or you start downloading, uh, what do they call it? Tinder or Christian Tinder. I don't, I don't know what these apps are. I don't, I don't do the apps y'all. Um, but you know, whatever they are, Christian mingle, is it mingle Tinder? Whatever. You know what I mean? You know, we start d- doing that sort of thing or, or we take out business loans because we saw somebody start a business and now we want to start a business or we take out student loans because somebody got a master's degree and now we want to go and get a master's degree and we take out home loans and we take out car loans because we want to keep pace you know we're trying to keep up with the joneses we don't want to be left behind we want to be current and we want to be relevant but let me let me caution you let me let me pump your brakes if i may philippians 2 3 says do nothing from rivalry or conceit do nothing from rivalry or conceit it's not a competition and it's not about you When you do things from rivalry and conceit, and here's the thing, there's nothing wrong with buying a house. There's nothing wrong with being in a relationship. There's nothing wrong with buying a car or uh, going back to school to get your degree. There's nothing wrong with any of that, but God cares about motives. And here in Philippians 2, 3, he says, do not do things from a place of competition. Do not do things from a place of ego where Anything that you can do, I can do better. He says, don't operate from that paradigm. And Jeremiah 17, seven through eight says this, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. He is like a tree planted by the water that sends out its root by the stream and does not fear when the heat comes for the leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought for it does not cease to bear fruit. So when your trust is not in the Lord, you become anxious. When your trust is not in the Lord, you start trying to manufacture outcomes. When your trust is not in the Lord, you don't bear fruit in difficult seasons. Everybody and myself included was significantly disappointed with the 2016 elections. You know, 2016 was a rough year. I will forever say that. That's the year Prince died. I'm, you know, his birthday was this week and I just, I'm not there yet, y'all. You know, but 2016 was rough and people thought that it was going to bring calamity. And don't get me wrong, there have been a lot of negative changes ever since that regime came into office. But you know what? I'm okay. And you know what? You're okay. Are there threats 
to certain liberties and to certain freedoms. Yes, but at the end of the day, my check still comes. <laughs> at the end of the day, many of us, we're still all right. And so in those difficult seasons, when you don't trust God, it is difficult for you to bear fruit because you're operating from a place of fear and scarcity instead of gratitude and abundance. And before you know it, you have dug yourself a hole so deep that you start to wonder how you allowed yourself to get into that place in the first place. Which brings us to Mother May I. Now, I know I'm dating myself a little bit. Okay, millennials that listen to this show, you probably have no frame of reference for this, but I'm not that much older than you. Let's roll the tape back about 10 years before you were born back in my day. Okay. When I was a child, before we had Game Boys and Playstations and Xboxes and smartphones, we actually used to play games outside. Okay. We jumped double dutch and we played red light, green light, and we played hide and seek and duck, duck, goose. And we also played a game called Mother May I. Now in this game, you basically choose one person to be the mother and everyone else had to stand a certain distance away from the mother. And each player had to ask mother's permission to take big steps or baby steps in her direction because the first person who got close enough to touch mother wins the game. And if you took steps without asking mother's permission, you had to start all over again. So what does this have to do with being still? Too many of us are taking steps, big steps, baby steps without asking God's permission. And now we're frustrated because we found ourselves back at the start of the line. And today, just like when I was a kid, it was so discouraging to see other people moving ahead when you lagged so far behind. But don't miss this. This is the key. The key wasn't that the other kids were better. It wasn't that they were smarter. It wasn't that they were faster. And it wasn't that they had more money. It was simply that they asked mother's permission before they made their next move and they could not move unless mother gave the okay. Matthew 6, says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. But you know, we've gotten beside ourselves. We didn't got good and grown and we've jumped the gun and we ain't stuck about God or his righteousness. And because of that, because we have not done that, we looking at our husbands and wives and wondering, you know, how we going to get out of this thing. And, and we looking at jobs, new jobs while we on the lunch break from the current job. And the blog that we started is collecting dust and the podcast only lasted for a couple of episodes and, and the money is funny and, and no amount of food or, or booze or sex or weed is giving us the peace that we need that we would have had had we gone to God in the first place. Had we said, Father, can I have that man? Father, can I have that job? Father, can I have that thing that my heart desires? Had we gone to God in the first place, had we done Father, may I? take a big step in this direction. Father, may I take a baby step in this direction? Father, may I, can you give me some clues, some indications, some confirmation? And God has one of three answers is yes, no, and wait. And so sometimes in the no, or sometimes in the wait, we decide we just going to go ahead and do what we want to do because that's what we want to do. And then when we jump out there, you know, my mama used to say, oh, you feeling froggy, you go ahead and jump. And so we feeling froggy, we go ahead and jump and jump right from the, the frying pan and 
into the fire. And now we crying to God and saying, oh, Lord, help me out of this mess. So a little father may I goes a real, real long way, which brings us to know that, you know, Exodus 14, 14 says the Lord will fight for you and you have only to be silent. I'll repeat that. The Lord will fight for you and you have only to be silent. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? Think about the trouble that you're facing in your life right now, whatever that trouble is, whether it's a trouble of health, whether it's a trouble of finances, whether it's a trouble of mental or emotional or spiritual crisis. Think about the trouble that you're facing right now. And God says the Lord will fight for you and you have only to what? Hush, quiet, be silent. You don't have to say anything. God is going to handle it. He's going to go to bat for you. Now, what this reminds me of, in general, I struggle with uh, Quentin Tarantino films. You know, his films tend to be a little much for me in terms of just violence and language. But I distinctly remember back in the 90s watching this movie, uh, Pulp Fiction. Okay, I think this came out like 95, 94. I, I, I don't even think I was out of high school yet which really means I had no business watching this movie because it was a bit much. But, you know, I remember watching Pulp Fiction and Samuel L. Jackson played a hitman named Jules. And Jules and his partner, who was John Travolta, so Jules and his partner had run into some trouble with one of their jobs, quote unquote. And Jules is on the phone telling his boss how jacked up the situation is and how they don't have the resources and how things just have gone completely off off plan and completely off script. And he doesn't know what to do. And his boss said the wolf is going to take care of it. And Jules immediately cut in and said, wait, the wolf? The wolf is involved. Oh man, that's all you had to say. And then he hung up the phone. He was like, if the wolf is in it, no matter what the situation is, how bad it looks, whatever the case may be, the wolf is going to come in here and is going to handle it. And he walked away content and confident and satisfied that however it was going to be handled, completely divorced himself from the outcome. He knew that it was going to be all good. As believers, we have to have that same confidence. We have to start acting like we know that we know that we know that God is in control. We have to learn to pray and not worry. We have to learn to stop being discouraged every time we get rejected. We have to learn to walk by faith and not by sight because if you're going just on what it looked like, you would never be able to move forward. And far too often we are acting like we don't even even know who God is like we don't even know him you know like how Peter denied Jesus after walking with Jesus for three years straight up in the ministry I mean right by his side and Peter was part of the the inner circle Peter James and John when when the heat was on and people was like hey I think that dude was with him too Peter was like who Huh, what you talk about, Willis? I don't even know the man. And that's how many of us are acting. Our lives are a reflection of our relationship that we have and our trust that we 
put or lack of trust that we don't put in God. We have to know that we know that we know. God says, be still and know, be still and recognize, be still and chill, be still and know that regardless of who's in the White House, I got you. Be still and know that regardless of your age, your dream is still possible. Be still and know that while you might not have the best credit, I will make a way for you to have what you need. Be still and know that while you might be crying over that man today, a year from now, you're going to be thanking me for helping you dodge that bullet. Be still and know that even when it looks like the wicked is prospering, that I have the final say so. Be still and know that there is nothing too hard for me. Be still and know that I'm not like your little friends, okay? Phony and flighty and flaky, okay? I'm going to be here for the long haul. God is saying, be still and know. Know it like you know your name. Know it like you know your social security number. Know it like you know your address. Know it like you know that two plus two equals four. Know it like you know that direct deposit about to hit. Know it like you know that the chair that you're sitting on right now listening to this podcast is going to support the weight of your body and if you don't know you know what I'm about to say if you don't know you better ask somebody okay you know somebody got a testimony somebody has had some experience walking with the Lord and if you don't know anybody that has had some experience with the Lord then I'm going to encourage you to go to the book I'm going to encourage you to to go to the Bible and ask David go to the Bible and ask Hezekiah go to the Bible and ask Elijah and Elisha go to the Bible and ask Hannah go to the Bible and ask Peter go to the Bible and ask Mary Know that you know that you know that you know. You don't have to do everything. Some of you are running yourselves raggedy. You are running yourselves ragged. You are so anxious and you are so triggered and you can't remember the last time you had a good night's sleep and you can't remember the last time that you were able to just sit and be still. It's okay for you to step back and let God do it because trust he's going to do it at a superior level so much better than you could think or even ask to have it done. However, you have to learn that faith is a muscle that has to be developed through use. Okay. If your faith muscle is weak, that's because you've been relying too heavily on yourself and not heavily enough on God. Because when your muscles are strong, you can bear up under the weight of resistance. But when your muscles are weak, resistance will roll you right over. And so be still, calm down, breathe easy and trust God. Okay. Can we do that? I think you can. So that is it folks. Now don't forget the hello. It's me tour is actually kicking off this month, this June. And so if you want to see me in DC, those tickets are available. Atlanta, those tickets are available and Dallas, those tickets are available. Also, my YouTube channel has officially relaunched and that first video is up. And so in general, I'll be releasing those videos every Sunday. And I hope that you get the same kind of joy and upliftment from those videos that you get from this podcast and actually a little bit more because I'll be adding some additional things about like travel and all that fun stuff. So go ahead and check that out at youtube.com forward slash Dr. Shantae. If you have not subscribed to my email list and download and all the free goodies at readytobelieve.com. Make sure that you do that too. And I will see you next time.